I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Stefan Leroy, co-founder and chief revenue officer of Quanthouse. Quanthouse provides electronic trading tools. What's the importance of the tools you're providing and who uses them? I would say it's a little bit broader than uh, electronic trading tools in the sense that uh, originally we uh, started our business as a hedge fund, you know, with the angle of developing strategies and training on the market without human intervention. So then we transformed our business from, from being a hedge fund that is developing very advanced training technologies for ourselves only into a fintech. So developing those very advanced training technologies and sharing it among the buy side community. So to make a long story short, if you ask me, hey, um, what are, what's the Conhouse mission statement? We are here to accelerate the transitioning process from human traders to silicon traders by providing a lot of API-based tools to capture signals, uh, help clients to detect signals, backtest signals, trade on those signals automatically, and to make profits. That's what we're here for. Well, making profits is ultimately the goal. It's how you get there from here, of course. You're talking about robot traders. This is a fundamental change from everybody's concept of trading. You're moving away from the screen to a robot. Does the human trader actually see what's going on or does it all happen behind the screen? This phenomenon has started a long time ago. It's in the 90s, I would say, where... The all of a sudden, in let's say in 150 or 200 exchanges across the globe, the floor disappeared. So all of a sudden, you had a discontinuity between a buy side with this telephone, a sell side with this telephone, and there were no telephone anymore at the exchange level because it was a matching engine, right? So, so you had a lot of companies who made fortunes just to create a kind of uh, to solve this problem of, of discontinuity between a human and a machine by creating those trading tools. So Reuters, Bloomberg, and all these kind of guys made fortune to do that. But overall, then, over the, the, the years from 90s to 2010, 2015, it was all about how to streamline and automatize the execution part of the trading. But execution is just a very small part of the whole game. Because if you split trading in two main areas, what to buy or sell and why to buy or sell, this is the de- decision part. Okay? This is most of the time still handled and controlled by humans. And then you have the execution part, which is a very simplistic part to manage because it's the when and the how buy or sell. And this has been our task over time over the last 10 to 15 years in the hands with quotes of robots. So when you say behind the scene, yeah, behind the scene, every single human beings touching involved into execution uh, uh, aspect of orders has just vanished. That's period. Or he has changed. You are still you have still human beings, of course, but people who are designing technology maintaining technology and so on, but no one actively handling what we call now high touch, uh, uh, let's say order flow. And the big, the big, big challenge going forward is obviously how to automatize 
the decision-making part of the trading process. And this is exactly where Quanhouse is helping this industry um, move forward. The kind of technology you're talking about has changed. It's not just the disappearance of the trading floor, but the technology that's available now was not available 20, 25 years ago. We're talking about API-based trading and API tools, as well as the connectivity. So what's happened there? The main issue here is a question of language. The predominant language of human is English. The principal language of quant traders is object-oriented programmation. It's C++, Python, C Sharp. That's it. Whether you speak English or not, who cares? But the big problem, you know, between those two worlds, it's very highly improbable or, or, or very difficult, let's put it that way, for a human trader to step from this human community speaking English and dealing with financial concepts into this next stage community dealing with object-oriented programmation, stats, and math. Most of the time, there is a quantum gap that's not achievable by, uh, I would say, um, uh, the average of, of the type of human trader. It's really two complete different communities. And they will, and they are, working hand-in-hand, hand, shoulder-to-shoulder for certainly the many years to come. But clearly, every single new trader coming into this market nowadays is more a quant trader than a trader. And if you want to have a proof of that, just go to a, a, a trading desk at Goldman Sachs or one of those GP Morgan or Morgan Stanley. You will see how many Bloomberg keyboards you have in boxes on their way out of the building. It's interesting. I have to say, 10, 10 or 12 years ago, when I was talking to some quant traders then, it was, speaking as, as an innocent in this area myself, it was like talking to an alien. <laughs> I don't mean that unkindly, but we were just on completely different levels. But what you're talking about is, is, seems to me, you're laying the foundations for automated funds. Absolutely. But you know, sometimes people tell me, hey, uh, Quanhouse, Stefan, you're very advanced and, and so on. I said, not really. I think capital market is one of the, of the sector which is absolutely not advanced compared to the others because, uh, Robin, figure that in the 70s, you would have uh, um, uh, visited a factory, an automotive factory, you would have seen a lot of people, you know, uh, with screwdrivers and all this kind of stuff assembling the part to create a car. But I don't know if, you, if you've made this experience, but have you visited a car factory recently? I have, actually. I understand exactly what you're saying. You're how saying many humans, how many humans, how many humans have you seen on the floor assembling parts for, to build a car? There's one guy, he's standing at the end and he's holding the on-off switch. Okay, so maybe now I'm able to ask the question, we are in 20, almost 2021, how many people still you see in a bank or a hedge fund or whatever, or an asset manager, touching orders and constricting orders and, and funds? A lot, still. Okay, so, you know, from my standpoint, I, I think that the transitioning process is quite late if you compare capital market to the automotive sector. But it's going very fast, believe me now. At the beginning of Cornhouse, when we created this business, we were dealing with maybe uh, hundreds and maximum of a uh, market of hundreds of potential hedge funds 
who were able to understand what we were talking about. Now there are thousands and you will have suddenly dozens of thousands in the next couple of years and, and so on and so forth. So this is really a, a kind of a snowball effect and, and the trend is, is, is really significant. What you're talking about there is a trend that's already happening and that is going to grow. What else are we likely to see change? The overall phenomenon is this. You know, it's like witness uh, back in the 18th century, the transitioning process between uh, towards the steam and the industry, you know. So we are really seeing that. So I, I consider myself at least very lucky to do that. So the overall process we are witnessing is the transitioning from human trader to quant trader or, or, or silicon trader. But of course, if you open the box and you say, okay, how does that work? It has started, in fact, in the 90s with the electronization of the matching engine. And then people started to uh, transform the interconnection between all the different parties, the, 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 the brokers, the sell side, the buy side, and so on and so forth. And then we started to automatize the execution uh, layer. So with the execution algorithm and so on and so forth. Then we heavily transform the way arbitrage trading, speed trading was, was working, but th- now this has been done. Speed trading is dead. You have now what I believe are the, the, the new generation of exchanges who have taken control of that segment. So what I mean by that is the, uh, the HFTs. In fact, it's no more than a dozen of HFTs who have controlled that. So the next stage here is the, as we are entering a process of what I call smart trading, so it's not about how rapid you are to spot the difference between uh, uh, between uh, two signals. It's how f- fast you are into spotting a new trend, coding it, backtesting it, executing it, modifying it because things change over time, rebacktesting it, and so on and so forth. So this smart trading is a fantastic uh, opportunity for new technologies and concepts such as AI, machine learning, cloud-based capabilities, because at the end of the day, we are entering a moment in time where we have to reconstruct what the human brain is doing. And we need those advanced tools such as AI, machine learning, which for me is a kind of what is machine learning is, is for human being, what experience is past experience is. AI is what uh, could be a kind of intuition and routine could be for a human and so on and so forth. We are trying to now develop a lot of technologies to reconstruct how a human was needs and was working for a decision-making process in, in, in trading. So fascinating. So we are actually going to end up and this may be slightly facetious way of putting it, but we, we, I said this earlier about the, the car production line. There's one guy who holds the on-off switch. So we're going to end up in a situation where the, the quant fund or the fund management house or the investment bank is going to be one guy with an on-off switch and everything else is going to be robot trading. The answer is I don't know, Robin, but what I probably do know is that neither you nor I will be there to witness them. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know whether that's, that's, that's cheerful or not. <laughs> no, don't worry. It's many, 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 many years from now. You know what? Because when the in the 90s, it took only 24 months, I guess, to uh, change 
or to, to turn a human uh, world into a, a robot world at the exchange level, because more or less in 24 months, around 180 exchanges across the globe turned to uh, automatic uh, matching engine. It took a significant 15 to 20 years for the sales side to start to really, really adopt this technology and end up with a kind of one man with a, with a switch, as you were telling it. But the problem of, of, of the buy side now, it's for one exchange, you have 400 uh, sell side. And for one sell side, you have I think, 500 to 1,000 buy side. So obviously, you have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of buy side across the globe. And most of the time, remember, those people within those existing traditional buy side will not be able to go through this quantum gap. So they will have to wait a generation. I actually went to the cinema to see Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Terminator many, many years ago. You start talking about robot traders, I start seeing the T-800 coming at me, offering to sell me some shares. But that's... Yeah, but you, you, I mean, if you want to, to me to, to, to use this analogy, uh, one of the first things I, I, I did by creating Quantize is to build Skynet. <laughs> interconnecting all those robots you know and I, as i speak now I'm, i it's true uh, we are monitoring more than 10,000 cpus so robots who are monitoring capturing analyzing the signal and sending all the flow across the globe as i speak now and for that there are not more than three people in our operations thank you very much indeed for your time stefan